What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Witches of Galilee Place podcast. Right now, I'm back on the show. It is Monday, the 28th. We're going to be doing our usual going over the games from last week. Looking forward to this week and anything in between. Um, eh, I'll save my... Actually, I don't even know if I want to rant today. I'm sure I will, but we'll we'll hold off for a bit. Um, recapping from last week's games, we played the Miami Heat twice, back-to-back away, and then we finished up the week at Boston yesterday on Sunday. But first, going back to this first Heat game, the Wizards did lose this game 113-105. to Kyle Kuzma had 33 points and seven rebounds in that game. Kristaps Porzingis provided 21 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Denny Avdia, damn near a triple-double with 12, 10, and 9. And uh, we were without Bradley Beal that game, worth noting, but the Wizards still came up short in that one. Uh, Caleb Martin, 24 points, 9 rebounds. Kyle Lowry, 28, 6, and 3. Kyle Lowry, I think, had the the triple-double a couple games before against us. And then Bam Adebayo, 15 and 11. Tyler Hero added 17 points. So going back to this game, what did you see from them? Why did they lose? We saw that they got down in the first half. They they lost the second quarter by 15 points, and they came back and had a pretty good quarter, winning the third quarter 37-23, to 23, but then just couldn't get it done in the fourth. So what happened this game, and why did they lose? Yeah, so, so this game I just felt like they – and this has been kind of a theme over the last few games – is they don't they don't properly use their size advantage. They're the second tallest team in the league, and I think you know that you know the Heat kind of baited them into playing small, shooting a bunch of threes. They went to Heat went to the zone. I think Kyle Kuzma had thirteen threes that game. Um, I think KP shot. Go back and look here. Yeah, KP shot nine threes. Kuzma shot thirteen threes. Like. As a team, they shot 10 of 38 from three um, <laughs> against against a, a, a Heat team that was playing basically Lowry. Yeah, I mean, well, they had most of the team, just no Jimmy Butler. But, like, you had a clear size advantage, and you let a team play zone and basically bait you into taking bad threes. Um, and then they also missed eight free throws. So, to me, that's where the game was lost, like – Bad threes and missing free throws. Like you're not gonna beat the Heat. They're too too well coached. They're too fundamentally sound, and they make you play. Uh, they make you make mistakes um, in your execution. So, uh, and then of course with the way the Wizards play, we don't get easy buckets. We don't go. We don't do fast breaks, transition, layups. You know, we run Taj Gibson post ups. So. Uh, yeah, I, I just, they, they're, they're not that, that game to me was just, um, letting a team kind of bait you into playing a style that you're not capable of playing. And for our predictions for that week, we did have the Wizards splitting with the heat. They end up losing both games and we'll get into that second one now. Um, losing that second game, 110 to 107, losing by three. 
the Wizards started out strong, and then from there it was pretty much just all heat and small margins looking at the quarter by quarter here. Um, Bradley Beal was back for this game, had 28-5-5. and Porzingis, 18-7, and but a bad shooting night from him. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, 28-7-5, 3-10-3. Looking over at the Heat box score now, Bam Adebayo, a huge game, 38-12, 3 assists, uh, 15-22 from the field. Caleb Martin again with another big game. 20 and four, and then Tyler Hero, 11, 10 assists, and five rebounds. So, um, again, I, I thought that they'd be able to split with this Miami team, but um, especially when you consider they didn't have some key guys, they didn't have Jimmy Butler, um, Max Struess was out, Gabe Vincent was out, Victor Oladipo was out. So, uh, again, I thought that they, they'd be down enough guys to where the Wizards could get away with the split here, but um, th- they just couldn't get it done. And so why couldn't they get it done in this one either? What Was it kind of just the, the same thing or what happened here? Um, I mean, this one was to me a, a kind of different uh, animal. This was kind of like the Soul Losers game where it was they, they kind of had the game in hand. Like they had a controlled – you know, they had control of the game. It, you know, we expected it to be kind of close because it's two decent level teams going at each other. But KP, for one, absolutely got abused by Bam Adebayo. Like, that was one of the worst defensive games KP had played all year. I think Bam had 38 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, KP had 18 points on 18 shots. Like, so you got totally outclassed at the center's position. Um, you know, Kuzma had a, a had a good night. Beal had a good night. But again, the three-point shooting. Kispert, one for seven. Denny, 0 for four. KP, one for four. Barton, one for five. But that's pretty much been a theme all year. Like, you can't – you shot 28% from three. Bam Adebayo had damn near 40 on you. And then in the clutch, there was a lot of bonehead mistakes made by Denny on the foul of Lowry. Uh, Beal, of course, turnovers, dribbling off his leg. Uh, just just poor execution in the, in, the ma- in the moments that mattered most. But, but for me, just the, the theme of that game, to me, like the Wizards kind of beat themselves at the back end of that game because they should have never been in that situation where it needed to come down to a last-second shot. They should have secured the game by not fouling. And that, too, is, seems to be a, a theme with this team, like in the, in the times when they need a stop, right, so they can just get the ball back, rebound, go down on the other end and just hold the ball. They do one of two things. They either, they either give up a three or they give up a rebound, a long rebound that, that turns into a three, or they foul. And they got to figure out these end-of-game situations uh, and be able to execute better defensively because then I think that will prevent them from having to be in, you know, these these uh, these uh, moments where, you know, they, they're desperate and they got to get a bucket and force an overtime or, or, or force, you know, a shot up to win the game. So... Uh, going on to, well, actually, before we do that, it really seems like last year compared to this year, like, 
Last year, I felt like in the clutch, the Wizards were pretty solid. But this year, it seems like they're just awful. And I don't know if it's all uh, a size thing or a lineup thing. But what, if you had to pick, like, one reason, I guess, what do you think has been their main malfunction when it comes to losing in these tight games in the fourth? Um, it's a multitude of things. Like, I just think... Yeah, yeah. It's some it's a multitude of things. Like it, 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 you know, if Beal hasn't historically been great in the clutch, but it's like he'll hit a shot, like OKC, but then you, your head coach leaves a defensive liability on a thirty point per game score for the last shot of the game, and you lose, right? So it's like you you get it right on the offensive end, but then your coach blows it on the defensive end, or you make the right defensive adjustment. But then you bounce it off your foot on offense. So it's like it's like every every situation is kind of its own, you know, uh, example of of incompetence, right? So I I can't really say one particular thing. I know last year with with Dinwiddie, he was he was clutch. Like he would just, you know, the, the side step threes would be bricking all game. And then somehow in the fourth quarter, they went in. <laughs> like it would be it was nothing special about it. It was just give me the ball, sidestep three, and it was he was making them. And and they or or you had a you know uh a, a Montrez Harrell make a play, you know, on a on an offensive rebound, getting the put back. You know, it was it was kind of stuff like that. I, f- I felt like a lot of it was fluky, right? Because then once it ran out, you know, you couldn't win off the clutch. Then they were getting blown out, or they were losing games. You were losing six in a row, seven in a row. So, uh, but we'll, we'll see if this team can kind of figure it out. I, I still don't think they have really like an identity on offense. Like, what is it that they want to do every game that that kind of that the their opponent has to adjust to when they get into these moments, you know, where they need a bucket. It's like they they look confused. Like they're trying to run stuff. It's not working. You know, guys looking, you know, eyes wide open, don't know what to call. Like, and a lot of that, I feel like, is them just not having a point guard. Like they don't have that extension of the coach on the floor that can execute game plan, can get to the rim, can get easy buckets. But some of it is just like, I, I just think some of the stuff they be trying to run just don't work. Um, and 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 to me, that's on Wes. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they 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 figure it out. Uh, yeah, you know, I've said multiple times, and I think um, a lot of Wizards Twitter is is there as well. But I just don't think that Wes is the guy. So, uh, whether or not they, that, man. I mean, whether or not you know they how excited I was to get him here for for a multitude of reasons, right? But it's like. Damn, he just ah, yeah, same old, same old, man. It's it was a joke at first, but now it's starting to seriously get into the territory of I'd rather have Scott Brooks, Lord. and I hate saying that. I'm not saying that yet, man. I ain't saying that yet. I'm a whole, I'm a whole, I'm a whole the fort on that. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe if they if they blow these next four um, that we'll talk about soon, maybe maybe you'll get there. Maybe I will. Maybe hopefully not. Please, please don't make me have to say I I want Scott Brooks back. Please, y'all. Please. Please. Um 
so we got annihilated by the Celtics, which I guess is not really surprising, I guess, if it weren't for the fact that the team didn't have um, Jason Tatum. And, I mean, Jalen Brown obviously is still a heck of a player, but looking at the box score here for Boston, uh, Brogdon, 17-6-4. Our guy, Malcolm Brogdon, right? Uh, Marcus Smart, 14, 7 rebounds, or sorry, 4 rebounds, 7 assists. Derek White, 15 points. Sam Hauser, 14. Uh, Coronet, 12. Um, Al Horford, 14-3-3. So, I mean, they had a pretty... Nice balance attack, which is is good for a Boston team. I think that people have been criticizing, you know, do they actually uh, have the depth? Because in the the playoffs, large in part last year, they were playing eight guys. And Pritchard was a a questionable guy at the time. So they were really playing like seven legit guys. And um, it seems they're figuring out their depth bit by bit. I mean, they're sitting 16 and four with – interim head coach i'm not saying that the that we should have beaten boston or anything like that but i figured when they were missing a player like that that they probably should have been a little bit more competitive than they were yeah i wasn't expecting a win with this at all i was just i was just watching just just for you know analysis purposes yeah like i i wasn't expect like like Jalen brown averages 35 a game when tatum doesn't play like and that team already, even without Robert Williams, goes, you know, eight, nine deep, right? Like, yeah. and, and they all kind of have a similar profile to the game. Like, they all can dribble, pass, and shoot the three. Every player on the floor. And they can defend. So, you're going up against a Wizards team that has maybe three guys that can do that consistently, maybe, if that. And... <laughs> You know, and then the rest of the guys are kind of like specialists. They can do one thing. Um, and then they got a major hole on the other side of their game. So, uh, and then, you know, matchup-wise, stylistically, like, it's just, it's not even close. Like, it was like watching uh, a, a 2020 Warriors, uh, Warriors championship team go against, you know, a bad team from the, a mediocre team from the 90s. Like, you know, they're running fast breaks, shooting pull-up threes. You know, they're driving and kicking, swinging the ball, two, three passes, three ball, and we coming down and running post-ups and shooting, you know, mid-range jumpers. Like, Brad Beal had probably the quietest 30 points I've ever seen because it was basically all twos. It was very little free throws. And it was just like, it was almost like the Celtics was like, yeah, you can have that. Even KP too. Like, I think he had 21. Just quiet, quiet 20. Like, they didn't care that you, they were, you, you can get y'all little twos. We're going to come down here and we're going to cash threes. Uh, and every time we missed a three, they came down, they cashed the three. <laughs> and it was just like, this game, the game was over to me, like, Three minutes, four minutes into the second quarter, I think it was like forty-eight, thirty-three. They were, we were down fifteen, and it was just like, here we go again, you know. But um, yeah, the, the Celtics team—they're going to be playing in the finals, so I wasn't expecting us to compete in that game. Yeah, for sure. I'm just going to go look at some miscellaneous numbers real quick while we're just kind of bullshitting here. I'm curious where we stand in. Three point percentage. Let me take a gander real quick. 
We are sitting, ah, take a guess. Uh, Three-point percentage or three-point attempts? Uh, Percentage. Percentage? It's probably barely top 20, maybe like 18th or 19th, something like that. Because them, them couple games where we had 15 threes, you know, in a row or something like that, that probably boosted it a little bit. Um, we are sitting 20th at 33.8%. Yep. So, um, not good. Yep. Let's see. Um, it was worse than that. <laughs> Actually, I'm curious on the... Where is – let me see if it will give me three-point attempts per game. Here we go. All right, take a guess on where we're sitting with this. With uh, with what? With attempts or – Yep. That's got to be low, I think. Um, I'm going to say like 25th maybe. We are 20th again in that category at 32.3. Um, 20th in attempts and in percentage. Yeah, for perspective, the bottom three teams, uh, Chicago shoots 29.5, Atlanta 29.7, which, wow, Atlanta. Um, Lakers have a straight young on your team. <laughs> yeah, Lakers I get. Um, they're also bottom three. Top teams, uh, Golden State 42.9, Boston 40.9, and Indiana 40.5. Yes. And we knew that, yes. though, from yes. the Indiana games that we played. We knew that they were going to be getting a Them lot. Boys so. shoot that thing. They shoot it. I love watching them. Modern basketball. Let's look at some defensive numbers, scoring defense. Let's see. Opponent. Points and paint per game. I'm interested in that one. We should be pretty uh, high in that. Take a guess. I'm looking at it. I'd say they're probably top ten in that. Uh, maybe eighth, eighth or ninth. They're sixth. Yeah, sound about right. Who, yep. If you had to pick, like, who do you think would be the best? Ooh. I know uh, it's a lot of teams to go through. I'll, I'll give you three, three teams, three teams. I'd say, I'd say, you said best, best teams points in the paint per game. Probably uh, defense, yeah. Oh, defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, points in the paint, defense. Uh, mm, probably some like, teams with shot blockers. Maybe yeah. us. Will we be in there? Well, that's what we just did. So yeah, we're six oh, in that category. We're six. You're talking about the top three in opponent points per game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who got some shot? Maybe uh, the Timberwolves, maybe? Uh, they are seventh, actually, so they're behind us. Wow. Uh, damn. Uh, we'll keep teams out of the paint. Uh, definitely the Bucks, right? They're number one. Yeah. Bucks. Um... I think who else? Bucks. Maybe nobody really coming to mind in the West. Like maybe nah, maybe the Clippers. Be... Maybe the Clippers. I'll tell you this: the top three teams are all East teams. Okay, so yeah. Okay, Bucks. Oh, Cavaliers. Nope. Wow. 
Ah, uh, man, damn. Celtics? Nope. All right, two more tries. Raptors. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have I have no idea. The Heat and the Nets. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I guess with the Heat, I guess that kind of makes sense, especially the way they played us, because they definitely took away our paint points, made us shoot threes, so I'm sure they're probably running that strategy against other teams. Um, but the Nets is, sh- is surprising. The Nets is very surprising. All right, opponent three-point percentage, where do you think we sit? Oh, we're probably we're definitely bottom ten, no doubt about it. You're I feel like opponents sure. bottom ten for sure. All right, you're right. We are twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah, it feels like opponents get like a three point boost against us. Which I I, I honestly don't know if it's just teams because someone has to be the team where you just make a lot of threes against. Like th- there has to be a best and a worst, but. It's it's the same thing where we can't shoot the three and then we also can't defend the three. And it's the same problem each year. And it's just like, do we have bad luck? Or I, I think what the, the logical thing here is we just don't have guys who can defend and we don't have guys who can make three-pointers. I mean, it's... To me, that, to me, that is the singular reason why <laughs> no matter what roster they put in here, if that stays the same, nothing will ever change. Because it's to me, it's the most important thing in modern day basketball: the ability to make the three and the ability to stop your opponent from making threes. And it seems like how whatever roster Tommy puts together, it it never addresses that. Um, I, I think we were close when we had Delon Wright healthy, because his point of attack defense and his disruption. You know, at the guard spot, it just it just takes you out. Like he, the way he gets his hands on the ball, you don't even get shots up, right? And then when you lose that, and you're stuck with Monte and Beal as the you know, and Kisper and Barton as your point of attack defenders, it's it's bombs away, baby, <laughs> bombs away. Um, are you have you inched any closer toward the the rebuild train yet? Or are you still kind of like eh, it's still? I mean, I know they're only five hundred. I mean, I, I don't want to make I, it sound like we've only won three games, but I mean, I'm I'm for it if if Tommy is gone. Like, I don't want I don't want us trading Beal, KP, and Kuzma for a bunch of picks so Tommy can go draft a bunch of Marvin Bagley's. Like, I'm good yeah. off that <laughs> because yeah. you know I was I was just kind of ranting about this on Twitter, like. To me, the tanking thing doesn't it doesn't guarantee you anything like the last player to win a championship. The last player that was drafted top five to win a championship with the team that drafted him was Kyrie Irving. And the only reason they won that damn championship is because they added LeBron James, the best player in the league, a top two player of all time. So, you know, it's like these teams are winning championships, you know, because they're hitting, in the Warriors' case, they're hitting three, four out of five drafts in a row. Or the Thunder, in that case, when they got there, they got to the finals, you know, because they hit Katie Harden, uh, Russ, Ibaka. They hit all those guys in like three out of four drafts, two out of three drafts. If you're not doing that, 
you're going to be spinning the same hamster wheel as all the other teams that got one or two good players, and then they're shuffling the deck with vets that they're coming acquiring via trade or via free agency that they're hoping can fill those gaps. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to hit, sometimes you're going to miss, but basically you got, you got what, 85% of the league, you got about 25 teams that are just kind of shuffling the deck. Like how many contenders are there right now? The Celtics, the Bucks, the Suns, and who else? Maybe the, you think the Warriors still a contender with that bench? Yeah, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. I was gonna say the Nuggets, but we we'll we'll go with the Warriors just for the sake of argument. But outside of that, I mean, all these all these teams are just kind of spinning their wheels trying to figure out what what collection of talent can go with what around their best players, man. <laughs> It's just, you know, this trade deadline gonna be, this trade deadline gonna be, I think, gonna be epic, man. I hope so, and I hope so for the Wizards' case too, because we need some help. For sure. Um, games this week, we have Minnesota tonight in about forty-five minutes. I am going to, I, I want to give the Wizards a win, but. I don't think that we're going to. I think that they're going to be too much in the paint, and then I think that they have some shooters who can knock down the three ball. That's enough for me to give us a loss here. I'm going to go loss. Man, this one's tough, man. I It's really a pick for me because I think these are evenly matched teams. Uh, yeah. You know, they're, they're big three of Cat, uh, Gobert, and Ant-Man versus – our quote-unquote big three of Kuzma, KP, Beal. Um, well, we have Russell, too. Uh, he's, he, he hasn't been good. Um, he's I think, better than Monte Morris. Uh, different. <laughs> I don't know that he's better. Are we getting there with him? Come on, man. You know that he's if a, he was he's on a good team that utilized him, he'd be a bucket and a half. He's, he's different. I wouldn't say better. His bad just looks different. <laughs> like, like he's like, but I'm a D-Lo uh, fan, bro. So. Oh, I like D-Lo too. I loved him when he was with the Nets, man. But um, yeah, nah, nah. That's that's especially for the money he making, thirty million a year. Uh, but um, yeah, I, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a pick'em game for me, man. It's gonna cut because they we're gonna try to score the same way they try to score in the paint, but you know, post ups. You know, Kuzma and Cat might have a, a three-point contest in the, you know, at some point in this game. So, you know, Bill ain't gonna go at it. They try to get to the same spots on the floor. So, it's just like who who gonna give? <laughs> um, I do agree with you though. They probably have more consistent three-point shooting. Um, where, where do they rank in, in three-point attempts in in? Uh, Percentage right now. Ooh, good question. Let's take a gander. Because uh, I think that's me might decide it. <laughs> All right, let's see. Three point percentage. Let's see where Minnesota lies. Oh, Jesus. They're worse than I thought. They're worse than us. They are 26 at 32.9%. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I okay. So we got, got we got a shot then. We got a uh, shot. If they see. can't hit threes, we got a shot. <laughs> At least how many they attempt. Not that that really may matter, but um, 
a lot of them? There's 16, so they're a few slots above us. So they take more, but they hit less. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that was, that was regular field goals. Where's the three-point field goal? Three points. Three-pointers attempted per game food. Okay, let me see. Uh, they are 12th. Okay, so yeah, so they, they throw them up there, but they don't go in. Um, yeah, okay, I'm gonna get a Wizards a win on this, man. By, by, oh, you know, man. it's gonna be by like a point or two. <laughs> I'll say this too, just because of how clumsy Gobert is. I think this is a game where we could see KP getting injured. You said getting um, injured? Oh, god, yeah. I don't, don't want to put that in the air. I hope not. No, I, I don't hope that he does. I'm just saying because I know how clumsy Gobert and like guys like that are. and they got a yeah. big team falling so. all over themselves. Yeah, yeah. Cat kind of that way too. Just, and just Porzingis just, has been like getting more comfortable with his body now that he's been getting healthier, which is kind of a bad thing because he does some wild shit sometimes where I'm like holding my breath every time he moves. I'm like, no, just stand still. Yeah, so. for sure. Some of some of the angles he takes when he jumps, I'd be like, uh, yeah. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> um. Whew. It's so boring talking about this team. At Brooklyn, I'm giving them a loss. Not much to talk about. Uh, yeah, the book, the Nets been kind of starting to figure it out. Ben Simmons starting to look like an actual NBA player now. He was all – uh, here's the thing, man. Like, I never thought he was going to be, like, a, an all-star type player again. But I always thought, like, at the four, he could always – he would find a way to, to be a productive NBA player. I mean, he has too much physical tools to – and he has too much, like, solid IQ to not be a good player in some capacity. So Yeah, um, I, I don't see him being an all-star again. But, yeah, he can be – he could be a useful player – as like a fourth option on your team, but it's like, okay, is that worth $35 million a year, um, you know, with that contract he's on? All right. Uh, At Charlotte, I'm going to put an asterisk on this one. So I have a win for now, but if LaMelo plays, I reserve the right to change that prediction to a loss. I'm going to win on that. I think, I think the, the, the Hornets are, are pivoting towards tank mode. Do you want the asterisk on that one, too, or you're just giving us a dub? No, no, matter- no I'm giving that a dub no matter what. All right. The L.A. Lakers home game. I'm going lost because LeBron. Yeah, I think I am, too, man. I just, it's, just, it's just LeBron just turns the sliders up when he plays in D.C., man. I know. Uh, so he just turns the sliders up, man. Unless maybe we catching him on the second night of a back-to-back, something like that. I just think he gonna just go in like we. Then he probably gonna foul out that game, try and guard that man, and it's gonna be a long night. Um, predictions so far for the season: I am eleven and six. You are eight and nine. Um, anything interesting with our finals or conference finals updates? Let me see. Oh, I picked the Warriors and the Mavericks, so that's looking like a hot dud right now. Um, you have the Clippers and Nuggets. I don't know how much more realistic that is, but at least the the Nuggets maybe are the team that is most likely out of the four to get that right now. Um, Eastern Conference Finals, we both had the Bucks there at least, and I had the Bucks going back to the finals. You had the Nets, which the they honestly they could still get there. I mean, they could. 
They could, but I, I don't know, man. I don't think they will, but you know, I mean, Kyrie and KD would have to ball out. Like it would, it would have to be something crazy. I mean, they're capable of doing that now. I just don't. I, I just I don't know if I really trust the rest of their roster like that anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but the, them two could ball out for sure. Um, anything else you got? Nah, man. I hope I hope they I hope they look like a competent team tonight, man. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But in any event, thank you guys for listening to another episode. We will try to do a Twitter space. Who do we play on? We play Wednesday. Right? Let me see the schedule real quick. I forget what days we play. Wizard schedule. Um, yes, we play Wednesday. At Brooklyn at seven thirty, so maybe that's a game. Or would you rather? Well, would you rather do a space Wednesday or Friday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. So we'll do a Twitter space on Wednesday after we play Brooklyn at seven thirty. Um, hopefully, talking about a, a couple victories here. Until then, thanks for listening. If you're not subscribed, make sure that you are. Rate us five stars. Leave us a kind review. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next time.